Previously on Second Fiddles, I kicked my ridiculous son out of the house. And by house, I mean mansion. And by mansion, I mean, well, an estate consisting of multiple properties, but most notably the mansion. But I digress. That's enough about Linus. What a brat. So Max, the little buck himself, is still adjusting to life as a slightly less gay deer version of Mr. Tumnus. Not my words. And Ren was forced to return to her sidekicking job with Lucid Lucy, the demented dreamwalker. Spoiler alert, they're all a little miserable. Let's begin! Episode 18, Black Sheep. Hey, Ren, guess what? I don't like your tone. Sorry, I mean, what, Max? I think we're all a little miserable. Wow, is reading minds another new power of yours? I'm offended. You didn't even look up from your phone to glare at me or roll your eyes. There's a lot going on right now. Well, that's why you're here, I'm assuming. To talk about it? Oh, right. Yes. Support group. It doesn't really feel like a support group with only the two of us. I feel like we need some new recruits. (sighs) I know what you mean. Some fresh faces wouldn't hurt. I don't even know where Tammy is. Probably another audition? She's had a few the last couple days. Anyone seem like a good fit yet? I don't think so. The last time I asked her what she thought of the psychic she auditioned that day, she told me she got ghosted. Apparently, this girl didn't even show up. That's so unprofessional. Do you think Tammy's just being picky? Well, yeah, obviously. I would be too. She needs to be able to trust her sidekick with her life. Is that how it's supposed to work? Lucid Lucy doesn't trust me to do anything more than put people to sleep, take notes, and make her sandwiches. And I suck at making sandwiches. My meat-to-condiment ratio is always way off. That sucks. Do you think she... uh... Hey, you should really keep your door locked. Any random loser could just come barging in. Oh, yes, please, Linus, come on in. Tammy's not here. Yeah, I know. She's leaving B-League headquarters right now. She should be here after she stops to pick up our dinner. What are you getting? Pizza? I don't know. I told her to surprise me. I know I met you before, but I can't remember your name. You're the one who sings sleepy songs, right? You can call me Lullaby, if you want. Or Ren. I don't care. I'm Linus. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm being weird. What's the bag for? Did you just come from the gym or something? Oh, right. I almost forgot. This is just some of my stuff. Ew, did you bring an overnight bag? Why? Would it be bad if I did? Aw, I think it's cute. Thank you, Ren. See, Max? She gets it. I hope you brought your own shampoo. You used mine the last few times you showered here, and I'm running low. How do you bathe now? Do your antlers even fit in the shower? Ugh. I have to stand sideways and not turn my head too much. One of my prongs kind of got stuck and ripped up the shower curtain yesterday, so ignore the loose flapping part in the middle if you do go in there. And yes, I know I just said loose flapping part, so feel free to make a disgusting labia joke. Whoa, dude. You're confusing me with your sister. She's the pervert. I mean, I usually like it, but I'm not in the mood. This week's been really crappy. Well then, we all have something in common. Hey, take a seat. We were just saying we wouldn't hate having a new member in our support group. 
Him? Really. What do you call your little club? Fiddlesticks? Second fiddles. Close enough. So? So what? You gonna join us? Uh, why not? I have literally nothing else to do until Tammy gets here. Thank you, Ren. Thank you so much. Hey, I need a distraction. So, Linus, what about your week has been crappy? Huh, where to begin? Um, well, I saw my family for the first time since they kidnapped Max, and I think they disowned me. Also, I'm homeless. And I got a cut on my finger, but I couldn't find any of those fancy band-aids designed for your fingertip, so I kind of had to use two normal band-aids and wrap it up, but now I don't want to wash my hands because I hate wet band-aids. They get squishy. How'd you get a cut through your force field? He says he's homeless and that's your question? I don't always have a field up. I have to, you know, will it into existence. Huh. Okay. Where have you been staying? You haven't been sleeping in your car, have you? (laughs) Oh, Max. Sweet Max. Do I come across as someone who would ever sleep in a car? You don't come across as someone homeless, but look at you now. Touché. If you must know, one of my buddies from Rose Academy was letting me crash in his pool house. Is it someone I know? Oh, right. We went to school together. I almost forgot. Wow. Is it hard to pretend to be a douchebag? Tammy said you were feisty. I like it. Wait, was that a backhanded compliment? Please elaborate. You obviously know Max from school. Now, you're either just a bully or trying to push him away by pretending to be mean. I think you're faking it. No, he's definitely still a bully. I'm not a... Max, I'm sorry. My dad really pushed my buttons. Does he make you feel less than? You could say that. Insignificant? You could also say that. And when you make others feel insignificant, does it make you feel better? I don't do that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Do I do that? I can think of several examples just from this week alone. I mean, it does make me feel more... confident when I tease you. Like, I'm in control of something in my life. Not tease... Bully. Tomato, potato. Uh, yeah, exactly. Two completely different things. Oh, you know what I mean. My brain's in a fog. Tammy wouldn't be in love with you if you were really a jerk. She's good at reading people. Did she say that? Not the point. You're so full of privilege, you're just ignorant to, like, the majority of how other people feel. Are you the woke police or something? I wasn't born in the 1900s like you, so, yeah, I see the world a little differently. Saying the 1900s makes me feel hella old. Ha! Saying hella old doesn't make it any better. Okay, so let's say that Linus is actually a nice guy, but everything he says is a front he's been putting on for so long, it's become part of his actual personality. Does that sound about right? Dude, I'm right here. Yeah? Sometimes if you fake it enough, it kind of becomes real. I pretend to be okay in front of my sister, and sometimes it actually feels like I am. That's not the same. Having a bad father is not an excuse for treating people like shit. It's not an excuse, but maybe it's a reason. A bad reason, but still. You try being raised by a supervillain. I don't like being psychoanalyzed by a teenager. I'm almost 20. Give me a break. Also, you need to try to be better. 
for Max's sake. He's fragile right now. I'm not arguing that. She's right. Ren, why are you so uh, forward today? Not my turn yet. Lina still has to answer your question, but not with an insult. What question? The school person thing. Pool house guy. Oh, right. I've been staying with Bram. Do you remember him? He can control thermal energy to heat stuff. Blonde? Tall? Looks like a Viking? That's the one. What's he doing now? Is he sidekicking at all? Nah, he's working in an art studio. He took an art class at the academy where he learned he could make pottery without a kiln just by using his heat powers. And he sort of found his calling. It doesn't pay well, so he's still living at home. I have two follow-up questions. One, is your friend Bram single? A big, artistic Viking sounds nice, I'm not going to lie. And two, is that common for power people to work normal jobs? He's single, yeah, but I thought we were too old. Also, I kind of thought you were, you know, not interested in that sort of thing. Yeah, she hasn't looked me up and down yet. It's weird. Ew, you're not my type. And you're really immature for your age. What? I'm super mature. I'm everyone's type. I once heard Tammy describe you as the love child of Tuxedo Mask and Clark Kent. But I didn't get either of those references. Are either of them immature little kids? No, Clark Kent's a journalist who interviewed Tammy a couple years ago. I think he has the same kind of glasses as Linus. And Tuxedo Mask is a character from Sailor Moon. What's Sailor Moon? Is it like a soap opera about people in the Navy? Or in space? I know old people used to watch soap operas back when people had cable and stuff. How old do you think we are? Why are they called soap operas anyway? Were you supposed to, like, watch them while taking a bubble bath or something? Well, you're all soapy? And since you didn't have smartphones, how did you watch anything in your bathtub? You shouldn't have a TV near a tub. That sounds dangerous. Ren, you know I'm only five years older than you, right? Whatever. And Sailor Moon's an anime, not a soap opera. You know, I always thought Linus looked more like a combination of Milo from Atlantis, David Muir, and Kovu from Lion King 2. What the hell, man? Wait, is that good? I'm not into people that look like anime characters. And Max, you're right. Since my dad died, I've been really closed off. Other than, like, middle school boyfriends, I haven't dated anyone. Has that changed? Thinking I was going on an adventure to another galaxy only to be left behind and stuck working with Lucid Lucy again, I'm starting to realize that I haven't been living my life. And now, with my sister's power starting to develop, it really puts things into perspective. Excuse me? Your sister has what now? Oh, oops. Yeah, I was planning on telling you when Tammy got here. I'll tell you in a minute, after you guys answer my other question. What question? How many power people work non-super jobs? Oh. Well, Rose Academy's mission is to help prepare us to make the world a better place by using our powers. That doesn't always mean being a sidekick or a hero. Yeah, we both had majors in public hero tracks, but there were other tracks, like for humanitarian aid, medicine, psychology, and other stuff. Just because we don't all wear costumes, we can still be heroes in our own way. Ugh, wow, that sounded less cheesy in my head. Where I'm from, there weren't that many power people. There were a couple insta-famous ones, and a few crime fighters, but they work for the police department. Okay, I'm dying here. 
What's going on with your sister? Well, I gave Cassie her first driving lesson this week, and it went much better than I'd expected. Does she have car powers? Technology powers? Did she talk to your car? Does it have a name? I'm not going to tell you if you keep interrupting me. Sorry, gossip feeds my soul. Let her finish. I'm curious, too. I'll give you Bram's number if you put Max to sleep. That's tempting, but he would never forgive me. You're right. I wouldn't. (sighs) Long story short, Cassie can't get lost. I think. I'm not exactly sure how it works yet, but she'll never need GPS when she's driving. By your blank stares, I guess I need to elaborate? Yeah, please. To make a point, we both left our phones at home so she wasn't distracted in the car. I kept telling her what turns to make, where to go, and after a while, I realized I had no clue where we were. Cassie knew exactly how to get home, without even thinking. She couldn't explain why, but she said that when we first moved here, she thought it was weird that she never got lost when she would hang out with her new friends. Did she, like, know the street names while you were driving? Maybe she's a little clairvoyant? No, she didn't know that. It was more like... A compass? Yeah, exactly. She knew what her destination was, and she knew how to get there instinctively. Huh. Did you tell your mom yet? Ha! No way. Not until we know more about how it works. Luckily, it doesn't seem to be dangerous, like mine, so that's a huge relief. I've been worried if or when she'd develop powers for a while now, to be honest. Can she find stuff? What? Like, if you lost your keys, do you think she could find them for you? I don't know. It doesn't seem to be an active power right now. As the only one here with a passive power, do you think it would be helpful for me to talk to her? Dude, you're a little intimidating to talk to right now. What? Me? I'm the least intimidating person, like, ever. I'm just saying. If I was told to confide in a stranger, and the stranger had antlers, I would be thrown a little. He's right, unfortunately. I want Cassie to still feel normal, and this gives me an excuse to bond with her a little more, so I'm not ready to share that with anyone else just yet. So you're saying I'm not normal? You know what I mean. I know, I know. Being given alien powers from a time-traveling sentient deer is a little... odd. I don't think someone with powers should feel normal. She's different, and she needs to embrace that. Well, I'll let you know what happens, but I don't want her meeting with any of you yet. Especially you, Linus. She'd probably get giant hard eyes and want to start coming to meetings. I thought you said I wasn't your type. Yeah, but you're definitely her type. That would imply that Linus will be joining us here on a regular basis. Hey, I'm the black sheep of my family, just like all of you. I belong here. I mean, yeah. My dad and my sister are the worst, but I'm not like them. Also, it'll be hard not to miss meetings when I'm living here. What the f*** are you talking about? Whoops, I was supposed to wait until Tammy got home. Wait for what? Moving in or telling me you want to move in? Both? Neither? Man, I don't know. Have you ever been gored by an antler? Hey, stay away from me. I could use my phone to record this if you want. This is great. Should I be trying to de-escalate this? I could start singing, I guess. Hello? Are you having a staring contest? Am I just talking to myself? If you pick up your phone, I'm melting it with my eyes. 
and I can't guarantee I won't also melt your hands. And your entire body. Honestly, I don't know how my laser vision works yet. I was just kidding. So, I take it the bag you brought isn't really your gym bag? Oh no, this is my gym bag. The rest of my stuff is out in my car. Well, the car I stole from my dad after he kicked me out. What about living with Bram? That was more of a can-I-stay-the-night thing that lasted longer than it should have. Bram's great, but his family found out I was there, and then they told me to leave. They were super nice about it, at least. They didn't throw my stuff outside or call the police. Why would they call the police? Bram's mom walked in on me doing some naked yoga in the pool house. I think she liked what she saw a little too much, if you ask me. I didn't want to tempt his mom and break their family apart, so I thought I'd cut my losses, load up my car, and ask Tammy. And did you? Did I what? Ask Tammy? Oh, yeah. She told me to bring my stuff, and she said we'd figure it out when she got home. She said you'd go ballistic when you found out, so, well, she was right. I'm going to kill her. Whoa, hey, Max, your eyes are glowing, so, like, calm down. Um, would you prefer it if I went outside and came back later? Now might be a good time to put up one of your force fields. I'm not doing that. Max, I thought we were cool. I thought we were getting along. Like, in a teasing sibling kind of way. Considering your sibling is a pyromaniac murderer arsonist, that isn't a great comparison. Okay, okay. Good point. I was just trying to treat you how Tammy treats you. I learn best by copying others. Tam's earned the ability to pick on me. I know she loves me. You, however, I don't know that well. Nor do I want to. You're a giant nerd, yeah, so you're an easy target. But you didn't deserve to get made fun of when we were in school. That's on me. I will say I'm sorry as many times as you need, but... Repeating it doesn't make it any more or less true. Believe me, I mean it. And not just because your sister is super important to me. (sighs) Trauma doesn't just go away with an apology. I still have a visceral reaction every time I see you, like I want to throw up. Or kill you. It's really more of a fight or flight thing. Hey, at least your eyes aren't little furnaces anymore. I saw literal smoke coming up from them. Okay. How about this? I just covered my body with a thin, pliable force field. You can hit me as hard as you want, and I'll feel it, but like, not quite as hard, because I don't want to break things. I'm not hitting you. Okay, no force field. Just you and me. Please, hit me. I need to make this better. Not my thing, but someone else would think this is really hot. Your faces are so close to each other. If you're going to kiss, let me know so I can record it on my phone, okay? Stop it, Ren. Oh, God. Why am I shipping you two right now? Linus, why do you need to make this better? Is it for me or for Tammy? Honestly, for me. I have no sidekick potential because no one wants to hire me. And I'm a terrible son. I don't really have any friends. I practically forced my way into Bram's place. And he only let me stay because he felt sorry for me. Tammy is the only good thing in my life, and I actually like you and your little group here. Maybe not the robot one who turns into a monster, because I'm pretty sure she gave me a concussion when she smashed through my force field. But you two are great. Sophie is not a robot. And thanks, I guess. 
You're not horrible, considering who your family is. That doesn't say a whole lot. The only people worse than my dad are those trolls on the internet that correct people's grammar in comment sections. Oh yeah, f*** those people. Ooh, what about those people who learn new words and go out of their way to steer the conversation towards a topic where they can use those words, just to feel smart? Ugh, those bloggers are so altiloquent. Yeah, just like that. Like what? Linus, you can stay. That's fine. You've already been spending a bunch of time here anyway, so it's... it's whatever. But not permanently, okay? Not permanently, I promise. I don't know if Tammy would want it that way. There's only so much sex one can have before their body gives out entirely. Wow, this is what instant regret feels like. I'm just kidding. Besides, my soundproof force fields save your ears from anything... inappropriate. Yeah, but when everything gets super quiet, I know what that means. Also, why do you talk about sex so much? Tam too. If I talked about sex that much, people would be like, Ew, yuck, don't force your lifestyle on me. Or call me a sodomite or something. Anal pleasure isn't just a gay thing. Most guys are too uptight to talk about it. Oh my god, I wish Sophia was here right now. Please keep coming to these meetings. Well, since he's moving in, you won't have to worry about that. Yeah, but if Sophia makes it back according to plan, it'll be weeks from now. Everyone knows that when someone says they'll be crashing for a little while, it ends up being way longer. Have you not ever seen a movie or TV show? It's such a trope. Good point. Well, my fellow fiddlestickers, this is going to be fun. It's second fiddles, not fiddlesticks. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that. Fiddlestickers does have a nice ring to it. Just let me have this one thing, okay? My maybe boyfriend is trapped in a spaceship. I have freaking antlers, and my former arch nemesis is moving in with me and banging my sister. If anything, she's the one banging me. She's the dom in this relationship, let's be real. Wow. Just... wow. What would we be, then? Second fiddlers on the roof? I'm not Jewish, so the optics are not great for that. Do we need a term? Fiddlers works, I guess. But what if people think we're a group of violinists or something? I had a string quartet perform at my 16th birthday party. I think. They were a little boring, but pretty cool. (coughs) Privilege. I suggest we table this conversation indefinitely. Sound good? Sounds good to me, Rumi. Oh my god, stop it. Can I pop popcorn? This is going to be fun. (sighs) In this episode of Second Fiddles, Max is voiced by Matt Johnson, Ren is voiced by Christy Barkin, Linus is voiced by Alex Sinekropi, and McGuffin is voiced by John Pupo. The music was composed by Pete Johnson, and all the other stuff, the production, writing, etc., was done by Matt Johnson. Thanks for listening!